Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Mike Brancatelli here, host of the Mikeadelic Podcast. And you're watching The System Is Down, Anti-News Live, the best anti-news news show in the history of anti-news news shows. Because honestly, what else are you going to do these days? You're going to turn on cable news, listen to a bunch of old gray-haired dinosaurs that talk like robots to try and make you brain dead and fall asleep? Hi, welcome to the news. Today, we're going to lie to you 24-7. Cut your cable, cut your cord, take your television, throw it out the window, go streaking down your neighborhood block and say, Anti-News Live is on. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yo, what is happening? Hello, my son. I'm pretty sure you're not real. I'm very real. Science mm. has proven over and over again that you, sir, are a fallacy in the if logic I, of man. If I wasn't real, could I stroke my hair like this? Um, no. That's a fair point. And... I'm going to have to rethink my, some of my stances on a few things. <laughs> Checkmate, atheists. That's right. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Sorry we're late, everybody. We are late. We even missed the 9-11 dance party. Um, I've had a lot of things going on today. A whole lot of problems that have like arisen. Like seances that you've been saying? Don't. Don't put your labels on me. Um, like ho or hexes and curses? Well, you know, uh, that's my personal belief and my personal uh, personal thoughts. And I should address this before we keep uh, alluding to the fact that I'm like some sort of witch or a Satanist or something, especially given the conversation of this morning's episode, which is totally unrelated to why I put this on. Uh, my initial intention, I had two different ways to spin this joke. Uh, the first one was um, I'm a... Uh, Midlife crisis millennial. Um, the second one is I'm me at age 30 if I didn't mm. get married. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yep. And it's probably true, third? too. Oh, the third, the third is uh, when I got on here, you assumed that I was a Satanist or something, which would have been hilarious if that was my intention, given the fact that to the audio listeners who can't tell, Craig is dressed up as some sort of... A vaping hippie with some sort of, uh, what is that? A, a a headband of thorns on. That is my that is my crown of thorns, and the blood that was shed for Satanists. I don't see that blood. Mm, let me get closer. <laughs> oh man! So where did you get a crown of thorns? <laughs> do you want? Do you really want the honest truth? <laughs> of course they do. So I no, please lie to me today. During work today, I stopped at Walmart, picked up some not, uh, like discount material for the Jesus robe and the hippie wig for the Jesus hair, which is much more long and flowy than I anticipated, but that's okay. And then I, <laughs> almost, bought, I almost bought one of those stick wreath things to turn into a crown of thorns, yeah. but I was like, I don't really want to spend any more money, so I'm just going to not wear a crown of thorns. Then, as I was getting ready to leave my office today, there was a box that had this weird, like, 
long strips of shreddy cardboard stuff that was this. That's awesome. And I'm just, I looked down and I saw it and I'm like, that is perfect. And then yeah, a light shone in on it. it. It did. It really did. And so it was just like strips of cardboard all t- together. And so I just had to chop up the edges and make them kind of frayed. And lo and behold, my crown of thorns. That is beautiful. That, that's I know. fantastic. Um, I just went into my closet and put on this little number and called it a day. <laughs> put on your Sunday best. Pretty much, yeah. Um, everybody who goes to my church knows that that's not too far from the truth. But, um, uh, yeah, I had a couple of things to point out. Oh, I, I'm in the process of rearranging here. I've got the camera on the other side now because I have the desk that's going to wrap around and I'll be able to maneuver in some different lighting and some different backdrops and things and i'm pretty happy with how it's turning out but that was a lot of the reason why we showed up late today because i tore everything apart this morning and then a bunch of stuff came up and i'm like racing to get it all put back together and there's a million things here that go into making this beautiful live stream production for you folks so hopefully everything is looking and sounding just as beautiful if not more beautiful than ever but welcome to the Anti-News, where we talk about the current events that are going on in the world uh, with our beautiful, dark, twisted fashion of presenting it, where nothing is clearly sacred anymore, um, <laughs> the very least of which being current events in the world. <laughs> but Craig, so, Craig? So, I was having a really tough time Craig. making a costume this week. Yes. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I was having a really tough time picking this costume yeah. or a costume and I had thrown around this idea once or twice throughout the week and I was like no that would just be too much yeah. and then today as I was sitting there contemplating I was like you know I could do Jesus that'd be kind of easy but that would just be too much <laughs> and then the thought came across I was like well that's the reason why I must do it because exactly. of this show this is for you people so what do you mean, you oh, people? You, you, you people, not not Jesus's. Right. Yeah, and you texted me, and you were like, "Are th- like, are there any boundaries? Is there any too, such thing as too far for the costume that I'm going to wear tonight?" And I was like, "Try me." And I was like, and "My first thought was he's going to show up in like blackface or something." Which, I mean, if you want to go that route, that's on you. But uh, I would have been, I would have been fine with that. But. My second thought was, if he if he didn't do blackface last week in his Colin Kaepernick costume, why would he do it this week? So it's got to be, it's Jesus. It's got to be Jesus. <laughs> well, I was going to go with Muhammad. No good oh, reference man. pictures to go off of, so I decided <laughs> to go for Jesus. I've seen a couple drawings, but that's about it. <laughs> uh, I've seen a couple drawings by dead artists. No relation, but... Um, <laughs> Yes, this is where we talk about the news, and we drink the drinks and smoke the smokes and chill and the chill vibes, and I'm enjoying this new setup. It feels more chill to me. Um, it might be the difference in lighting. I've got a little bit more yellowy of a light, which feels just a little bit more warm and cozy. Um, also, the weather warmed up a little bit today, and you know what that means? That means the uh, the ladybug, the off-brand ladybugs, the smelly ones, are in full Japanese swing. Beetles. Yeah, they're in full swing today, and I was sitting I here... Did trying to put my studio back together and they are literally like swarming around my head and I was like, what am I going to do about this? What am I going to do about this? And I was ignoring it and then one of them bit me on the back of the neck and I was like, that's it. Something's got to happen. And so I would like to introduce you to my new collection, if you can see this, of Mm. 
Japanese beetles that will like remain it. here until they die a slow and painful death and are joined regularly by their newfound brothers. I think I have about 16 to 20 just from the last couple hours. That's all from I was going to say that's all from today. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and I don't know I don't think you can see it on here cuz my camera's over the wrong direction, but I've got this little lamp. Let me see if I can show it. Got this lamp with a stand to display wow. my uh <laughs> to display my capture. <laughs> Very nice. So, yes. Rest in peace, folks. Should get a heat lamp just to cook them inside that jar. That's pretty much what that is acting as, yeah. If they uh, if they get too chilly, I know they like it warm, so we'll warm them up. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so let's go ahead and let's have a late nine eleven dance party. Then we'll kick the intro to make this all official. Unless you had anything else for the pre-show. Nope. No. Okay. You have my blessing. Uh, I appreciate that, even though I don't believe in you, as the. I mean, any one of my costumes would, uh, any one of my descriptions for my costume would probably mean that I don't believe in you. Uh, midlife crisis millennial? No, nah, probably not. Um, probably not. Uh, me at age 30, if I hadn't met my wife, <laughs> good chance not. Let's be honest. And uh, Satanist? Nope. So, there's that. No, probably not. There's that. And um, I think this is the right song, but uh, let's let's have a late, let's have a, a 924 dance party. You ready? give these bastards our lives we give him hell before we do the tragedy of our day is the climate of fear in which we live talking about the Salomon brothers building collapsing but ask the congressman to withdraw that comment and tell us that he really mean that I did not have sexual relations with that Craig, even as Jesus, even as Jesus, you ain't in it. That's sad. That's sad. It is. So, let's dive right into what's happening 
Um, if you're new here, I'll go ahead and say at the top of the half hour or whatever this is that, uh, you know, you can be a part of this show. You can comment in in the comment feed and reactions, but you have to do it on YouTube. If you're watching this on Facebook or you're watching this on Twitter or you're watching this somewhere else, unfortunately, you have to go over to YouTube to comment on the comments bar on the side, not down at the bottom, so that we can see what you guys have to say. And if, you, uh, if you're if you not cool with that, if you're not a... Do that louder, please. <laughs> I, sorry, I forgot to mute. If you're, a, if you're not a fan of YouTube and don't want to write in on YouTube, then you can just call right on in at 309-716-3818. Give your opinions, give your thoughts, give... Uh, uh, are you about to call in? Is that what you're doing right now? No, no I'm not. <laughs> you Keep picked going. up your phone right when I said call in. Um, but so distracted. You can call in and be a part of the show, and you can tell us if there's something that we missed in any of these stories or give your thoughts on it. But, Craig, but, Craig, what's happening in the world? Oh, there's so much, yet so very little going on in the world right now. Sounds pretty, uh, pretty accurate. Ha- Halloween is coming up. It is. Isn't that it is. in October? Are you frozen? Hello? You're cutting out. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isn't Halloween in October? Mm. Uh, Heck, I think we're back. Right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, I technology. I opened a web browser, and it was like, you... you, you appropriation, which is my... 10-year-old daughter's favorite word. Anytime I put on a costume anymore, she says I'm culturally appropriating now because <laughs> even Jesus, even when I put on she's like, you're culturally, what's that word again? I was like, it's, it's not culture. It, it may be blasphemy, but not cultural appropriation. You're culturally appropriating Christians who want to be Christ-like? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So I was like, no, that's more like blasphemy. She's like, what's that? I was like, don't worry about it. You'll be, I'm sure you'll be it's told this. when this you're older. This is kind of the definition. This <laughs> right here. <laughs> Culturally oh. appropriating your Lord and Savior. That's what blasphemy is. Exactly. I did find a, a new Halloween article of different um, – it says, Don't be a dick. Seven just as fun alternatives for your offensive Halloween costume ideas. <laughs> I'm not going to read the article, but I'm going to read – the offensive idea, and then I'm going to read the alternative to go with it. All right. So n- number one is a homeless person. Clearly, you don't want to be a homeless person because that's bad. But can be replaced with a hipster. <laughs> Basically the same thing. If you if you count your parents' basement as being homeless, yeah. <laughs> oh, number two is a Parisian heist robbery victim costume kit. So it shows... Some girl tied up with a gag in her mouth, which I don't know why you'd ever do that in the first place, but can be replaced with Kim Kardashian. (laughs) What? I don't know. Well, she was a robbery victim, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. So it says Kim Kardashian in any other situation. (laughs) Nice. Oh, anything that requires blackface. I don't think people do that really anymore anyway. Yeah, but it says it can be replaced with the exact same thing, but without blackface. <laughs> They're really getting creative on that one, <laughs> right? Um, if you ever feel like dressing up as something that requires you to have blackface, um, you could just not not. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> number four is a geisha, which is those like. Yeah, Asian that's what the people. little girl got in trouble for last year. So it can be replaced with Daenerys from Game of Thrones. But if uh, if they're Asian, isn't that the same thing? Isn't it like if you're wearing a what's it called a kimono? If you're wearing a kimono, isn't that culturally appropriating? Even if you're playing dressed up as a character who would normally... I don't know. I'm assuming that that's what the character is in Game of Thrones. No, Daenerys is just a blonde, like, medieval-looking chick. Okay. Which still that's appropriating medievalness, I guess. Anyway, also, moving on. Also, does this, does this article say anything about if you're a white person, don't do these things? Because... It just says, don't be a dick, is all it says. Yeah, but... It's saying don't dress up as a geisha girl. What if you're Japanese? Yeah, I, I mean, I, the whole article is assuming that only white people are stupid enough to read this garbage. <laughs> right. Uh, number five is a sexy Native American can be replaced with a not sexy Native. No, <laughs> can be replaced with a pumpkin spice latte. What? I guess they're both. I guess the orange. Maybe you can utilize the orange tones. That sounds so racist. <laughs> Oh. Did you see that pumpkin spice latte? Yeah, she was she was pretty hot. <laughs> and by that, I obviously mean sexy Native American woman. <laughs> Number six is clowns, killer or otherwise. So no clowns whatsoever. <laughs> clowns apparently. are off the table. No more clowns. <laughs> Their replacement is anything, literally anything else. What's wrong with clowns now? I guess the person just doesn't like clowns. Okay. So this isn't about like... Social morality. It's about, uh, I don't like it, so just stop. Stop dressing as clowns. Dress as anything. So that, the last one is anything 9-11 related, and it has a picture of two people. I wish I could show it. Dressed up as the Twin Towers with Barbie dolls falling off them and fire coming <laughs> off. <laughs> First off, A-plus for creativity. Right. Second off, who else is doing that? Like, this is not a normal costume that anybody right. would ever think of. <laughs> when you says, when you first said no 9-11 related costumes, I was like, what the hell are people doing that are 9-11 related? <laughs> it says it can be replaced with this penis costume because you're clearly a dick. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's great. So that's my this week's uh, Halloween public service announcement. You I can't like be these things, but there's... Some great alternatives for you, such as a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> if you feel like dressing up as Mohammed, you could try instead dressing up as another terrorist pedophile. <laughs> That's terrible. Too soon? <laughs> oh, bad. So bad. Yeah. Welcome to the anti-news. All right, what else you got? It's your turn. You're up. Uh, well, I in my I had a bunch of jog my memory on what I told you I wanted to report on this morning because I've had to restart everything. Oh, oh, okay. Here's, here we go. Still got this article up. Uh, have you heard the latest news on our lovely neighbors to the north? Canada. Canada? Mm-hmm. Mm, I did hear that um, they had some legalization going yes. on up there. Yes, and this is coming from independent.co.uk so you know it's legit uh the headline mm -hmm. which I, I i love is uh canada is running out of marijuana two days after drug became legal <laughs> holy crap did you not hear this they were not no they apparently did not 
think ahead and plan ahead for this. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're going to legalize you stock up. marijuana, you better have some stock on That's right. you can't just you can't just have a day's worth and be like, All right guys, it's legal. Right. <laughs> Yeah, were, were they expecting the black market to uh, dish out all the marijuana or what? <laughs> right. They're like, well, obviously people are getting it from somewhere, so I think we'll be okay. Yeah, there is a video here, and I'll play it if I can get it to come up. But yeah, somebody actually told me this at a church yesterday, and I was like, please send me a reminder of that because that has to be reported on. And supposedly, I don't know if this is true, I haven't seen video or pictures of it yet, but supposedly there's like a haze over a bunch of the bigger cities. And they ran out of marijuana the second day. <laughs> Can you imagine no, the crazy. amount of uh, profit that just came in, like, a, so freaking fast, immediately after it was right. legalized? And if they actually capitalized on taxing that, the yeah. amount of revenue that came in for the country? Right. Yeah, let me uh, see if I can get this video to play here, and we'll see what's up with that. All right. Come on. Come on, baby. Maybe. We have reporters, journalists all around the world. They are people who have absolutely led the conversation on what's happened in Syria over the last five to ten years. Anyone can understand what what's going this? on in the world better by reading our commentary. I thought you knew. It's at the top of the Canada's running out of marijuana <laughs> page. All right. Um, well... We're on top of our game. No relation whatsoever. No, I'm not going to play that again. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that was just an ad before it. Okay, here we go. Well, to be part of History 1 and to finally see the end of the social stigma that surrounds cannabis users, I like to call myself a cannosaur. And that's what I'll be known from from now on for the rest of my days. I'm a cannosaur, not a, you know stupid stoner a million emotions <laughs> i can't believe we did all the years of activism paid off cannabis is legal in canada and everybody should come to canada and enjoy our cannabis that is the best argument for coming to canada i've ever heard he sounds like somebody from south park <laughs> it's true like there if south park doesn't touch this on next week's episode they're uh, incorrect absolutely um, but yeah, let me read a little bit of this article because that video said almost nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's Canada. It's great. <laughs> we've got just we've got weed now. We fought for it and we got it. So come get it. <laughs> just call me a cannabisaurus. I mean, right. a ca- cannabisaur. <laughs> uh, right. What was that word again? <laughs> not a, I'm not a stoner. I swear. Right. <laughs> All right. Canadians were so excited about getting their hands on some legal uh, rec recreational marijuana the country is reportedly experiencing a shortage police were called to help shops struggle to handle long queues and with frustrated people unable to buy cannabis just chill out people it's gonna it's gonna they're gonna grow some more it'll be there stop don't get angry that you can't get legal like, weed immediately after it it's is like legalized. xbox or or right. a playstation or something there's a limited release to get right. to generate more interest and you've been waiting and so they can jack the price than, of cannabis up yeah. you've been waiting longer for this than you have for the last xbox so just chill out it's, you can wait another day or two until they get some more in uh, right. Bill Blair, a former Toronto police chief who has led uh, the government's legalization program, told public broadcaster CBC the country was unable to supply enough to meet demand. Quote, we expect 
we expected, you know, certain strains might run out, and there. I should read this like a stoner. Actually, you should be reading this uh, in yeah. your current getup. What are you implying? That Jesus is a stoner? <laughs> I'm Hang implying. On. I did. That I do I, not if I accept take that your sash Jesus. Off and put a bandana on. I'd be perfect. <laughs> yes. And uh, maybe some uh, Elton John glasses or something. There you go. We expe- we uh, expected, you know, certain strains might run out, and there would be a bit of a run on supply. But, you know, they've got a pretty good infrastructure in place, and I'm confident it'll work. And that is... It's the best Tommy Chong I've ever heard. <laughs> Those are direct quotes, too. They left in all the you knows and you knows. <laughs> I think they're trying to make a little bit of a point themselves. <laughs> right. All right. Tommy Chong is from Canada, too. Is he? I'm pretty sure. All right. Thought and Conduct says... Let me pull this up. Oh, that looks that looks bad, but whatever. We'll read it. Uh, cannabis investors in policy policy analysis believe the regulated sales will face competition from a black market, which is thriving. Sure. So drop the price, and it'll be fine. Well, that's that's the thing. Just like with Xbox, like I was saying. If you hold back on supply, it's not they ran out. They're holding back on supply so they can keep the prices high right. so they can make more money off it. Because the more supply you supply, the, the cheaper it goes, the cheaper you got to sell it for right. to get rid of it all. So if you're holding back on supply, you can jack those prices up and make a, a huge buck off of it. Yeah. He goes on to say, this, this looks like garbage. I don't even know why I'm pulling it up here because my layout sucks right now. Um, he says... <clears throat> Cannabis is expected to be more expensive and less available because of strict regulations, uh, due to which buyers would have no reason to uh, switch the former from illegal pot. I mean, if they're going to keep expenses high, there's still going to be a market for illegal pot because people are still going to want their cheap ditch weed. Yeah. And it'll I mean, be, nobody's uh, going to spend like 30 bucks on a freaking joint or whatever right. when they can go to their normal corner and buy one for five or six bucks. I don't know what the going rate in Canada for weed is, so don't <laughs> quote me on that. Um, what's funny is uh, in covering this story, all I can think is, um, though you know those pictures that are like, what – what you think of yourself, what your parents think of when they think of your career, what the like these different squares of different funny things that uh, are right. how people different people see different things. Um, in this, it would be like you would or I would be the square that says what uh, what your parents assume all legal recreational smoking uh, Canadians look like, and then yours would be what they actually look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Anyway, oh man, anyway. it's hard to keep. It's hard to keep things serious. You know what makes me this month, right? You know what makes me the most mad about this whole Canada legalizing weed thing. It's not because I I'm afraid of weed, like I clearly am. I'm afraid that it will rot people's brains and they will be forced to you know live on the streets and not be allowed to uh-huh. dress like homeless people. But um, my real concern is that we have successfully allowed Canada to be cooler than the United States. Like, <laughs> so very true. So true. You guys win. You guys win. I mean, you still have socialist Canada never wins, but... and, and we let them have it. We we didn't even put up a fight. We let them have this right. one. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, can we trade you? You guys can have Justin Bieber back if we can have your legalized marijuana. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So um, as I was saying before, the, the price jacking of it is either A, them holding back on supply, or B, it's just a great sign of how socialism just works fantastic when you let them control the markets. It's like, well, guys, we didn't realize – we're gonna run out of pot in one day. Right. It's like socialism. Wait, where'd the pot go? <laughs> yeah. Maybe if maybe if we have just enough for everyone for a day, that everybody be all would we be need. happy for the rest of their lives. Exactly. All right, let's move on to something else. Do you got another one? I, I think that the uh, the current migration situation would probably be a good transition uh, if we're talking about. Uh, I mean, go for it. Definitely. What is going on? There is a massive, would you call it a parade? A parade (laughs) of Hondurans? I wish I had Uh, uh, My Chemical Romance's Black Parade queued up to play at this point, because it's so fitting given my attire and this conversation. That's true. It's true. So, what are are they up to? Like 5,000 migrants marching towards the U.S. border right now? Yeah. Like, I heard about this, what maybe five or six days ago and i was like from honduras that is a considerable march right but they're still on track last i when they hit a city in mexico i can't remember the city they were at like 1500 and then people just kept joining and joining and now i think they're up upwards of 5,000 people now yeah so what do you got on this? I mean, I can pull up a story if you I, don't got anything. I hold on. I do have a story pulled up. One second. Oh, this is gonna get us flagged. A Honduras marching band. Yep. Uh, all right. I'm gonna kill this music. Well, nothing is opening. So, success. Well, I will. I will work on it. <laughs> We're fantastic. We are doing good at working on yep. making things work better. Yep. Seems like they gradually get better. It's like we take two steps forward and like a step and a half back. So we get like maybe one fifth better every single episode. What is up with the Honduras caravan and why are they headed to the U.S.? <laughs> this sounds like a good one. Oh, that's Reddit. I don't want to read Reddit. That's not an article. Right, I've got uh, New York Times up here. Go for it. That's legit. What is the migrant caravan and why does Trump care? Um, Because so... 5,000 migrants are marching no, 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 no. on our country? No, no, no. We're going to find out why he really cares. One second. Uh, okay. <clears throat> New York Times, this is by Kirk Simple. So you know it's legit. A caravan of migrants, near nearly all of them Hondurans, is making its way through North Guatemala toward Mexico and the United States. Wait, when was this posted? October 18th. So this is a few days ago. We may want to find a newer one. Uh, this one's got Trump's response, so it's, it's new enough. Whatever. I've got today... I've got CNN today. Okay, I'll read a little bit of this, and we can switch over to you and see if it's anything new. Uh, So it says, It is the latest and certainly the largest uh, iteration of a phenomenon that has occurred from time to time. Big groups of Central Americans hating Central America 
It doesn't say that. Uh, joining together to face the challenges of migration, their numbers providing security against the criminals that stalk the route north. But this one, but this one has drawn the ire of President Trump. I wonder why that could possibly be. Who warned on Thursday that he would shut down the southwest border of the United States if Mexico did not halt the group? Uh, he also reiterated his threat that uh, unless the governments of Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador stopped the caravan's progress, he would suspend foreign aid to them. Quote, I must in the, sh I must in the strongest terms as ask Mexico to stop this onslaught, uh, he posted on Twitter. Begin quote. And if unable to do so, I will call up U.S. military and close the southern border. Well, I mean, fine, but isn't that what you said you were going to do two years ago? Yeah. yeah, I mean, if we had a wall right now... <laughs> I mean, if you feel like you can close up the southern border, why haven't you done it? <laughs> right. Because that was one like of I, your giant political platforms in running. Wall by now. We want to have this issue. There's no way the caravan would get in. They'd have to... Pile in a Trojan horse and knock at the door and hope we let them in. Yeah. Hopefully Mexico will stop this onslaught at their northern border. All Democrats fault for uh, weak laws. Yeah. Um, I heard in another quote, uh, it's not here, but he said something to the effect of, like, most of these are uh, criminals and blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch of criminals. Right. And people are getting upset that he said that some of them are criminals are they legally in Mexico? Are no, they legally the, coming I mean, through these countries? I mean, if, I mean, what? I don't really know Honduras' situation and why they're leaving Honduras. So, I mean, if they're fleeing oppression, then great. But yeah, like you said, well, first, first, if thing they're not is, legally there, then they're already criminals. Every single one of them. So we have every first, right to say, hey, stop. Even if they weren't criminals, even if it was a mother and a child, as terrible as it is to say, if. Don't break the law. If a mother and child are driving drunk, that's still breaking the law. Well, I get that. But like I said, if – like say there's genocide going on and they're fleeing, that's one thing. But yes, first of all, my comment is the reason why they're not staying in Mexico is because Mexico won't let them stay. But we're horrible tyrants for saying that they can't come in. Right. But that has yeah, nothing to do and... with Mexico saying that they can't come in. Yeah, and from from what I hear, I don't have it in writing anywhere, but I have heard through the through the sources that I watch and don't really take notes on, so I could be totally wrong. But um, if they're fleeing oppression, sure, we should look at it. We should help them if we can help them. Um, but if they are marching with their former country's flag and burning American flags along the way, maybe, just maybe. That might not be the case. That might be a little concerning. Yeah. But, you know, let's take them in because well, who cares? So I got CNN's um, update today. So, you know, this is going to be great. Of course. Um, this is near Tapachula, Mexico. Crowds of migrants resumed their long journey north on Sunday from the Mexico Mexican border. Oh, I can't talk. The Mexican border city of Ciudad Hidalgo, according to Mexican federal police officers, the caravan was headed to Tapachula 
a city about 37 kilometers. I mean, why are we reporting in kilometers? This is still <laughs> the United States or 23 miles north of the Mexico-Guatemala border, the officers told CNN. There were about 10 buses awaiting migrants along the highway between Tapachula and Ciudad Hidalgo, and the drivers had been instructed to carry the migrants to shelters in Tapachula. How many times are they going to say that <laughs> impossible name to say? Right. The officers said it was unclear how many of the group were from the migrant caravan and how many were Mexicans who joined the march. So now it's not just Hondurans. It's a bunch of people from Mexico joining them too. So that's how it got to the skyrocketed numbers it is today. It says one migrant, a 20-year-old Honduran named William – Hmm. told CNN <laughs> he crossed into Mexico. Named Steve. <laughs> told CNN he crossed into Mexico via a float that carried him across the muddy Sichuate River on Saturday. He left home looking for work, he said, and was ultimately bound for either Mexico or the U.S., wherever he could land a job. There is no work back home, he said, no future. From Friday to Sunday, 1,028 people requested asylum in Mexico, Mexican authorities said Sunday. The government said 346 migrants in vulnerable conditions had been transferred to a shelter in the state of Chiapas. In earlier statements, the government said authorities had given priority attention to elders, children, and women, some of whom were pregnant. It said there were 2,200 migrants remaining on the bridge connecting Guatemala and Mexico, and about 900 tried to cross into Mexico illegally. Can they can say illegally, but for some reason we can't say that. Right. Undocumented is what Mexico should say. Yep. The Honduran Foreign Ministry previously said 2,000 people in caravan had turned around and headed home. Thousands of Central American migrants fleeing pro poverty and violence were initially prevented from crossing the bridge. On Friday, Mexican authorities began allowing a trickle of migrants, starting with women and children, to pass through the gates and board buses bound for refugee camps. Ooh, refugee camps. You can't call them in refugees. Mexico? <laughs> what? You can't call well, them refugees. Aren't those the same as internment camps? Yep, exactly. Others pushed through or climbed over a steel gate before riot police stopped them with tear gas and smoke canisters. Some migrants collapsed coughing or weeping, according to the video. Well, yes, it's so, tear gas. Yeah, what, what's funny about this, this is Mexico's defense, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, people are angry that Donald Trump is like, don't come here. Uh, we will stop you. We will give you the same treatment here. You're not going to get anywhere. Um, and like with, with the illegal immigrants who were put into different concentration camps and such, um, like though they're already like saying that Donald Trump is like a Nazi because he's not going to let these people in when but they're not condemning Mexico for tear gassing them and putting them into concentration camps, quote unquote, and stripping children from their families, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's fine in other countries, but here that's just absurd. Um, it says, what happens next? It's unclear whether the caravan will be allowed to reach the U.S. border. Mexican authorities previously outlined their plan to respond to the caravan once it arrived at the Mexican border. Anyone with a valid visa will be able to enter and move freely. Anyone who wants to be recognized as a refugee or as a beneficiary of complementary protection measures must do so individually. 
Those who do so will be held at a migratory station for as many as 45 business days. What is a migratory station? Is um, it probably is it normal I'm practice for a large herd of people to migrate north no, for the it's winter? Probably uh, the uh, the camps that we were just referring to is probably just where they apply for a visa or for asylum or whatever. So um, it's a nicer way of saying refugee camp. Pretty much. Which so, is which is the fake news's way of reporting on concentration camps. Right. So Mexico will allow people with a valid visa to move about freely, which the United States policy allows. Mexico will stop them at the border, which U.S. policy mandates. Yeah. They will put them in these migratory stations for up to 45 business days. They will uh, – they make them apply for their refugee status individually, which means – to me, that sounds kind of like they might be separating right. people because it's not saying they apply as a family. They have to apply individually. Yeah. So where's the uproar? Where's the out outrage? Right. I mean, there's nothing. This is CNN. There's nothing saying that the Mexican government is committing like Nazi crimes and um, throwing them into concentration camps. Nothing like that whatsoever. I mean, the language is very... Oh, and as soon as they hit our border, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be oh yeah. Um, it's going to be World War Three. We are imprisoning children and burning them at the stake for being witches. Right. And Donald Trump tweeted that he was going to um, stop the onslaught of illegal aliens crossing the border. People have to apply for asylum in Mexico first, and if they fail to do that, the U.S. will turn them away. That's valid. In my opinion, yeah, the courts are asking the U.S. to do things that are not doable, um, which is probably – I don't know, unless it's allowing them to – the courts are asking to allow them all in at once. I don't really know. Um, he followed the tweet with another that said, the caravans are a disgrace to the Democrat Party. Change the immigration laws now. Why, why do we got to bring our politics into the – like right. the House and Senate are Republican-controlled. So if anybody's going to change the laws, it should be now. It should be the easiest within the last two years right? because it's a Republican-controlled House and Senate. So I don't know how he's bringing the Democrats into this. I'm sure it has a lot to do with them causing – um, friction, I guess you could call it, against his wall is probably the biggest thing. He's probably pissed that they won't allow his wall. I, I, I doubt it. I doubt he has any intention of building a wall ever. But um, say about this yet? I'm curious to see where it's going to go in the next, you know, 48 hours before next week's episode. Because mm -hmm. until it hits us, people are. They're not going to care about what it is. They're only going to care about what Donald Trump has to say about it. That's why two, right. three days ago, the article that I read, the biggest, the the most important part about that that headline is why does Donald Trump care? Um, let me right. actually scroll down to. They have this broken up into different sections. One section is why does it matter so much to President Trump? Um, let's get their take. Again, coming from New York Times, Mr. Trump made. 
Hold on, let me zoom in a little bit. Mr. Trump made the fight against illegal immigration a central plank in his presidential platform, vowing to obtain tougher immigration legislation and build a border wall. But <clears throat> he has been unable to secure financing to build the wall. Talk to Mexico. I hear they're really, really down to do it. And after illegal border crossing uh, declined in 2017 to a more than 40 uh, to a more than 40 year low, the numbers began climbing against his against this again this year. Good lord. Uh, including record-setting numbers of people traveling and families in September, frustrating the Trump administration. During his presidential campaign, Mr. Trump's uh, fierce attacks against immigrations were widely were wildly successful in firing up his conservative base. And with midterm elections only weeks away, he has renewed these attacks, warning of criminals pouring over the border to threaten American citizens and suggesting that undocumented immigrants will cause economic uh, dis dislocation and job loss. He has been using those themes at every campaign rally, which have increased significantly, significantly in the last few weeks, and many Republican candidates have embraced his anti-immigrant message in their own races. Not anti-immigrant anti-illegal immigrant let's be let's be honest here in his caravan inspired uh, twitter storm on thursday morning the president wrote quote i'm watching the democratic party uh because they want open borders and existing weak laws assault on our country by guatemala honduras and el salvador whose leaders are doing little to stop this large flow of people including many criminals from entering that, that, that's one that I was referring to earlier, in, in caps, including many criminals. They're all criminals at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, even, if they, if, even if I have sympathy for them, they are criminals if they broke a law. It's just it's fact. It's not really up for debate. From entering Mexico to U.S. So there's that. Um, yeah, and there's the definitely the conspiracy side of me that thinks that this is a total setup for midterm drama. Well, yeah, it's perfect like, timing. They're even saying he talked about this wall. He talked about immigration. That was his biggest platform. They're ridiculing him. They're ridiculing him <laughs> for not. not doing it, for not doing the thing that they ridiculed him for saying he would do. Now it's bad that he hasn't done it just because he said that he would, but they would be even more outraged if he actually did it. Um, and the whole thing is a circus, and I don't believe any of it. I'm... I don't know. I'm not on the Trump train by any stretch, but none of this makes sense. And Trump being outraged by it makes me think that it is another it's it's going to be a midterm play for immigration and blah blah blah. How conveniently placed can we possibly get these this migration? I don't what know. What happens when it comes out that these are a bunch of people from the United States just shipped out? They're there. Canadians. They're Canadians that yeah. uh, moved south and then they lost their passport and they're just – they're all no, walking back Canadians up together. No, it's Canadians that moved south and then they found out marijuana was legalized and they're all oh, shit. back. They heard wind that it was uh, legalized medically in Honduras. No, no clue if that's true or not. But uh, oh, no. medical marijuana was legalized in Honduras, so Canadians moved down there and uh, – they're like, yeah, we can come back whenever we want. And they wouldn't let them through customs because they were all high from their medical marijuana that they got. And then they're like, shit, we got to get back to Canada because it's recreational now. I forgot to mention about the Canada marijuana thing. The one part 
I was the most interested in, which I thought made absolutely the most sense, was I read that Canada, for people who are in jail for marijuana possession, they're just out. No waiting for like court processes, nothing like that. They're just out. Yeah. Just release them. That's awesome. Perfect. That's Excellent. what it should yeah. be. Right. There, there shouldn't – they shouldn't be kept or retained or whatever. I mean – I don't know if Canada has the uh, overpopulated prisons that we have here, but can you imagine if that were to happen here? Right. It's just like 80% of the prison population would drop <laughs> overnight right. just like that. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I am really surprised it worked out that way, but uh, that's awesome. So, you know, Canada, you, you do a lot of stupid shit, but every now and then, you know, a, a clock is right. Or a broken clock is right twice a day, and these are your two Unless times. Twenty-four hour clock. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh, sorry to sorry to kill your thunder there. Let's uh let's jump over to a quick intermission. It won't be a full intermission because we started late, but. Let's uh, take a little break here, and we'll be back right after that. Hopefully you have your phones, your drinks, your smokes, your everything ready to call in, smoking and drinking, and chat Please with us. Please don't go too far this time. We only have a couple people watching at the moment. It's true. We can't lose you guys, so please <laughs> don't drift off too far and you, forget where you're going. Do you see how I'm dressed? This means right. that I am emotionally scarred enough that if – we don't get a couple more of the listeners back in here who have already dropped off since the beginning of the show. If nobody calls into the uh, into the show here or nobody tunes into the after party, there's a chance that I could, you know, take the emo way out and commit suicide. I have some. Would uh, you be willing to forgive me for that, Jesus? I was going to say I have some Jesus analogies to go into, but that might be pushing the line. <laughs> I would just be sacrificing myself for the ratings of the show because you know it would blow up after that. Right, of course, obviously. Maybe a couple hundred thousand years later, <laughs> it might develop into a religion. Hundred thousand? I don't know what kind of Christian thousand. you think you are. Hundred or thousand. <laughs> All right. Hundreds of thousands of millions. <laughs> All right. Well, one. it looks like one person just came back, so they must have Perfect. heard my plea. Uh, you guys stick around and call in after this quick break. It'll be a short break. And grab your drinks, grab your smokes, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Ole Damgood from Light and Conspiracies, and you are watching Anti-News Live. And now it's time for that part of the show where we give a big thank you and a shout-out to all the beautiful men and women who support this show with their hard-earned and much-appreciated dollars. We could not do this without you. If you would like to increase the value of your life and get your name on this list, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and join the Downers Club. I'm done, I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You Satanists want to sacrifice the West. You want to kill the beautiful goddess that is the west you people are enemies and we're gonna get your asses and we know what you're up to and we're coming for you so I'm, i've had enough of these people okay so i've been containing this for the last week that's why i've been in here sweating and getting pissed because i can't handle no more hey this is toby from bad christian and you're watching anti-news Hey, this is Toby from Bad. Hey, this is Toby from Bad Christian, and you're watching Anti News.
And we return to the depths of the Antinous. Craig, that's a nice, nice, holy hair flip that we got going on there. It's my Fabio hair. I like it. I like it. I like how the the hair turned out to be almost a blondish tint so I could be straight up American Jesus. <laughs> yes. Stereotype Jesus. You need to have just a little blue just, contacts. just a hair a hair more in the beard and yeah, blue yeah. contacts and much more lean uh um Jawline. cheekbone face. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have I should have put on prosthetic or something. And you look a little bit too joyful. You need to be much more somber to be American Jesus. No, you haven't you seen the pictures of Je- American Jesus on the cross? He's like <laughs> I'm dying for you, Father. Why have you forsaken me? <laughs> I had a, I had a, the super ultra conservative, racist Christian pastor guy that I work with. He um was talking last year. He, he just joined the Downers we, Club, by the way. Uh, that's okay. Um, <laughs> he I knows mean, who he is. Yeah, he he knows who he is for sure. Um, he last. Uh, Good Friday, almost said Black Friday, but Good Friday, um, he was complaining that we had to work that day because our boss is a member of the, our my church anyway. He's a Christian supposedly, and um, <laughs> he no judgment. So this guy Jesus. was all complaining that he had to work on Good Friday, not because we should be celebrating, but because this guy just wanted a day off. I'm guessing, but he was just like. I can't believe this Christian. He calls himself a Christian, but he makes us work on, on Good Friday. He, I heard him overheard him talking on the phone to his wife, uh, because I was riding in the van with him, and he was like, he's like, you know what he said to me? He said, I don't think Jesus was celebrating on on Good Friday, which is just fairly true. And he's like, I think Jesus was pretty upset about it. He, he's like, he 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 wasn't upset. He wasn't he he wasn't upset. He was happy that he was dying for us. And I was like, he's no, like, I'm dude, sure, take um, this cup from me or something. Well, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure he cried and sweat blood. That's why. That's how joyful he was. He's like, well, he wasn't crying because he was sad. He was crying because he was. It was tears of joy that he was. He was able to do this for us. I'm like, no, Mark. I'm pretty sure he was upset about it. Why have the, you forsaken me into this joy? Yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> Please take this away. <laughs> Please take this wonderful cup away from me. I can't handle all this positivity in my life. <laughs> no one person should have this much enjoyment in life. That's right. Anyway, oh, um, to the few people watching who did not go out and um, bring Disappear. somebody back, uh, welcome back, welcome back to the show. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna close what if it's it out. Two here. new people. Eh, yeah. Um, news though, uh, I have set up the after party so that anybody who is a part of the Downers Club, even at the one dollar level. The $1 level can join the show live tonight. And we're going to try that out. And somebody else just chimed in. So I'll repeat that. If you are a Downers Club member at even the $1 level, tonight you will be able to join the After Party Live um, and be a part of the show. You can call in and chat with us the whole time if you want to. Or you can just sit back and listen to some extended content. But um, the the $1 level gets it totally, totally total access to them 
just tonight. Then I'm going to switch it back up to the $5 level. So you won't be able to listen to it except for at the $5 level in the aftermath. But tonight, tonight, if you are dedicated enough to uh, bear through our test of endurance in the after party, you are welcome to do so at patreon.com forward slash the system is down. Craig, what else do we got? So let's jump across the pond. Let's get out of the Western Hemisphere and get over to the ancient lands of China. Do you hear about what's going on in China, their newest venture? Not at all. I don't believe so. China plans to launch an, an artificial moon to light up the night skies. What? So instead of street lights like we have around here, I mean that's too old school technology. They're going straight with like – let's put a Death Star up in the air that lights up. <laughs> that's no moon. Sky. <laughs> that's a space station. It's too big to be a space station. I mean our conspiracy-minded brains, they're launching a massive satellite the shape of the moon. Our conspiracy-minded brains are saying, and I quote, I've got a bad that's feeling no about this. Right. <laughs> The night skies might soon have company. Chinese scientists are planning to launch an artificial moon into orbit by 2020 to illuminate city streets after dark. Mm -hmm. Scientists are hoping – I mean, does that not sound like the worst explanation ever? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Scientists are hoping to hang the man-made moon above the city of Chengdu, the capital of China, southwest. So, so the problem was they're like – so we've got these nights, but they're just way too dark to be sleeping and shit. We need to light this thing up. Yeah, I mean, well, the hours that Chinese people work, they're probably like, it's getting too dark to have these people out working 20 hours a day. Right. We got to put another these moon kids, in the sky. These kids are getting way too much sleep. <laughs> we got to wake them up. Why didn't they just put an artificial sun in the sky? <laughs> just well, extend the workday out. Why don't they just make... Like, why don't they just do like we do here in the States and have, like, at the nighttime jobs, just have a pot of coffee ready to go whenever you need it. Right, right. <laughs> says, um, scientists are hoping to hang the man-made moon above the city of Chengdu, the capital of China, Chuan province, according to a report in the Chinese state media. The, limitate, or the imitation celestial body, essentially an illuminated satellite, will bear a reflective coating to cast sunlight back to Earth where it will supplement streetlights at night. Scientist Feng, Wu Chung Feng, chief of Tianfu, wait, New wait, Area... Wait. What do you mean by it won't light up the entire night sky? Like it won't be as bright as the sun? <laughs> or it won't be as bright as the moon because you just said it's brighter than the moon. Oh, here it is. Hang on. The moon lights up quite a bit of the sky. That's kind of the point. Well, Wu, Ch Wu Chun Feng says its expected brightness in the human in eyes of human is around in the eyes of humans. Holy crap! I, thought, I just assumed you're doing some sort of uh, Asian accent or something. In eyes of human, in eyes of human <laughs> is around one. I can't. I can't. It's horrible. I'm dressed as Jesus doing a fake Asian accent. I can't do it. It's Could so this wrong. night get any better? Is around one-fifth of normal streetlights. That's the explanation. It won't be as bright as streetlights. It'll be about a fifth as bright as streetlights. I would hope Ooh. so, since Ooh, it, you're estimated. not putting up new streetlights or putting up an artificial moon. It should be brighter Ooh. than the streetlights, yes. Who <laughs> estimated that new moons could save the city of Chengdu around 1.2 billion won, 
or yuan one or $173 million in electricity costs annually. I mean, that makes sense. And could even assist first responders during blackouts and natural disasters. If the project proves successful, it could be joined by three more additions to the night sky in 2022. <laughs> oh, shit. Holy We're getting cow. Tatooine moons here. I mean, it might save you $173 million, but how much are you paying to put this right. moon up in You're the sky to begin with? You're a moon. It has to be way more expensive than what you're, what so. you're benefiting from it. And yes, my my conspiracy uh, antenna is like fully erect right now. Um, really, we have the technology to make a new moon. Then, uh, so, I mean, you gotta flat earther. Do you think flat earth people are crazy? Whatever you think that. I mean, there's people who think that the moon is a projection. There's people who think that the moon is like man-made and artificial. There's all these different theories. You're gonna you you can no longer say they're all insane. Like, you can't just say, no, the moon is obviously a thing. It's not man-made. That's not possible. Yeah, you you can't say that. that anymore. You're just giving us fodder because you're doing it. Like, you're making right. a moon. <laughs> and if you can make three right now, what makes you think that they couldn't have made one, whatever, 50 years ago or whatever people claim? But much more testing needs done, Wu said, to ensure the plan is viable and will not have detrimental effect on natural environment. Oh, God. Changing of tides. <laughs> unchar- yeah, we're getting into uncharted territories here. Right. <laughs> um, we suddenly, like, t- if we put up, here's the thing, and this goes into a completely different realm of theory. Um, if you're putting up these moons, are, do they have, do they have like, um, full moons and crescent moons and half moons, stuff like that? Do they, do they get dimmer and lighter, or is it just all on full moon? And if they're always on, if it's always full moon, doesn't that raise some questions with the werewolf population? Um, doesn't that make uh, them just citizens of society now? Right. They're <laughs> not going to know which moon to follow and come out at now. Yep. My guess is it's going to be like a – which you don't – you don't subscribe to but an actual like tv satellite that's so just far enough out that its orbit is exactly in the same spot as the world spins so when the um, moon gets behind the earth like away from the sun it's going to be pointing at the earth so it's going to always be a full moon in my opinion that's probably what's going to happen so yeah werewolves are going to be obviously a problem that we need to address after this well yeah of course and also not i mean that not even to mention the problem with uh, the currents and tides and women's uh, periods. I'm sure that syncs up somehow with the moon and all these issues that the moon supposedly uh, weighs in on. How does that work? But so, so get this. In January, American firm Rocket Lab launched an artificial star into space. Did you hear about this? No. Because I didn't hear about this. Who? Who it's sent not- it? American firm Rocket Lab launched an artificial star into space. The Times reported. Why don't we keep up on the Times? But scientists criticized the Humanity Star as the reflective mini-satellite was dubbed for contributing to artificial light pollution and cluttering in Earth's orbit. That's the thing that's cluttering Earth's orbit? pollution? Yeah, we've got thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of satellites. But this one... This one's a problem because it's it's really bright. It's cluttering the Earth's orbit. Yep. There's just not enough room now to put more military-grade satellites up, so we need to yep. take it down. 
military-grade satellites that are never seen on any, you know, I'm not going to get into it, <laughs> on any footage from any satellite or the the space station, but whatever. So there's that. Um, I just see, I don't know, there's a lot of potential for, more potential for problems or use of, like, militarizing this moon than there is for the $173 million of electricity that the city in China is going to save. Yeah. I mean, really, are they having that big of concern over their electricity bill there that they decide, you know what we should do? You know what would make Launch this bill moon. easier? People could turn off their uh, their porch lights if we had a fake moon that lit up the night sky. Mm-hmm. All right. One more thought on this, and then I've got our last article for the band. But um, when you see the sun up here in the afternoon or the early noon time, and then you see the moon over there, which is a thing, what are people on the other side of the world saying? Uh, okay, moving on to uh, the final topic that is in the headline, at home with Avril Lavigne, who's finally back and totally ready to party, in parentheses. Wow. This is wow. coming from Billboard.com, which that's the new hit single says she's totally totally ready to party. Yeah, uh, and this is a long, a long article. It's the full breakdown. Um, if you want to look up like a, a shorter one, I can get into this a little bit, and uh, yeah, we can cover it. But uh, the long and the short of it is Avril Lavigne was gone. And now she's back. She's been gone for like five years. And she was married to Chad Kroger last I knew. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Like the, Kroger uh, Kroger? I'm going to say Kroger because he seems like he he's he's the type of cool bro who would be sold at Kroger. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they were married and that was the last I knew of them. Um, I was just waiting for the, like the ugly children to come out of Avril Lavigne and Chad Kroger that make I mean, like Avril the Levine's most pretty decent looking, but sure. mixed with Chad. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean like more so the, uh, their kid would be destined to make three or four really decent hits and then be criticized for the rest of their life because of those be hits. mediocre for the rest of their life. Yes. <laughs> Um, One like side side tangent. Everybody who you ever talk to hates on freaking Nickelback, which I hate Nickelback. I hate Chad Kruger's voice. I hate his face. I hate every. I hate his highlights. I hate Kruger. everything about him. Yeah, I hate his soul patch more than anything. However, right, it's 2018, dude, not 2005. Come on. Um, however, for some somehow some mystery. Nickelback albums always go platinum and sell out and yeah. shit. It's like somebody's lying about their hatred <laughs> towards Nickelback. It's true. A lot of you people are lying about it because I never hear somebody say, I love Nickelback, but for some reason, they always hit the top <laughs> charts. Yeah, I love, uh, I think it's Patton Oswalt who has a bit on like Nickelback and Creed. And I'm going to slaughter this, but he's just talking about how everybody hates Creed and Nickelback so, so much. It's like, they sold out, they sold out, they sold out. It's like, what did they sell out for? They sold out for um, money and women. So, I, I mean, there's a lot of people in the world who do a lot of terrible, heinous things for money and women. Like, terrible, terrible things. Murder for money and women. Mm -hmm. And these guys went, look at this graph! 
It's like, you're going to hold it against them? You're going to call that selling out? They got money and women for that. <laughs> My uh, 8- and 10-year-old even appreciated the uh, mock-up video of Chad Kroger saying, look at this graph. I didn't, this I didn't even mean to say that. Like That's the only way I can hear that song now since that, <laughs> that whatever video. His cheesy <laughs> smile afterwards that it freezes <laughs> on. Anyway. Um, well, well, I do know that the um, Christian world is pouncing on Avril Lavigne because, similar to um, Evanescence when they released Bring Me to Life, which had some Christian themes in it. Yeah. Um, and it had Avril Dude Levine, from 12 Stones, which was like a hot Christian creed at the time, too. Which he wasn't even – he ended up not being a Christian band after maybe that episode. <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't follow them. So, um, yeah, I do know that she releases – just like she went through apparently she got Lyme's disease and couldn't get out of bed for like basically five years pretty much and yeah. she released this song this hit head above water which has a lot of christian themes to it and is saying like god help me like get out of this or whatever and so obviously the christian contemporary world jumps glom, on this and glom on get oh, it yeah. get her yeah. she's one of us one of us one of, hold but on then, hold on hold on let me put up my hood here one of us. More like one of you. I feel like you should be the right. one saying this. <laughs> My child, you are accepted. Welcome home to CCM. Exactly. <laughs> so this I is I have by... written your name in the Lamb's Book of Caleb. <laughs> this is by the Christian Post, which is probably like the Huff Post, but Christian. <laughs> it says, this is titled... Now get this. Now she released a now a song with Christian themes uh-huh. and Christian lyrics. This says Avril Lavigne releases worship song after five year hiatus and near death experience. <laughs> Is that stretching a little bit? Oh, I well, mean, it's seriously. You can call it that. It could land under that category. But if you're gonna call it that, then you gotta call a whole bunch of Creed songs and you gotta call a whole bunch right. of secular artists who talk about God in one song a Christian single. Freaking um. Oh, the what's that band that had the drummer Rev? Uh, Avenged uh, Sevenfold. Yeah. They sing some Christian theme songs and biblical yeah, references. Everything's about like Revelation and stuff. So they're a Christian. I'm band. just, I'm just waiting to go to church in like two or three weeks and hear Avril Lavigne yeah. on the the set list of the worship band because that would just make my day. <laughs> this says a uh, pop rock pioneer of the 2000s. Avril Lavigne has reemerged after a five year hiatus with a powerful worship song that reveals her cry to God after encountering a near death experience. Why can't we just be like, why can't people just reel with their spirituality right. without people capitalizing on it? Because clearly right. this is the Christian market just cap trying to capitalize. Yes. Yeah, so you're not calling it worship because she was crying out to God in her time of despair. You're calling it worship because it fits in your box. That is worship. Yeah. Right. Levine has been battling Lyme's disease since 2014, and her new single, Head Above Water, reveals just how difficult the fight has been. God, keep my head above water. Don't let me drown. It gets harder. I'll meet you at the altar as I fall to my knees. As I fall down to my knees, don't let me drown. Don't let me drown. She sings in the song's chorus. The 33-year-old released a statement sharing the inspiration for Head Above Water. In the announcement, she also revealed that she turned to God when she thought her life was reaching its end. You're saying this like she turned to God like she accepted Christ when really she said she turned to God like for right for answers. Like, you know? Yeah. Um she says 
One night I thought I was dying and I accepted that I was going to die. My mom laid with me in bed and held me. I felt like I was drowning. Under my breath, I prayed, God, please help to keep my head above water. In that moment, the songwriting of this album began. What Christian Pose doesn't comment on in that same interview is all like the F-bombs and stuff that she dropped yep. and talking and drinking uh, wine and stuff like that at Billboard. the same time. Billboard is the, uh, they got the initial scoop, I believe. That's what everybody's pulling these, uh, these quotes from. They're pulling the right. quotes that are really convenient. But, okay, this is the first line of the Billboard post um, at home with Avril Lavigne, who's finally back and totally ready to party. The first line, it's not a quote from her, but the, the, the article reads, The motherfucking princess is in her motherfucking castle. The princess is Avril Lavigne, who anointed herself in 2007's number one single, Girlfriend, uh, the castle, a Tudor uh, home in an illustriously zip-coded L.A. neighborhood is the only thing Levine has presided over since tour that ended in 2014. And there's a whole bunch of profanity in this article uh, coming from yeah. Avril Levine, like using profanity, which I really appreciated because uh, I, I posted it in the forum. Like, Well, John Schweppe posted the article in the forum, and my initial thought is, of course, she's been gone. She's had some issues or whatever. She she's been uh she's had her revival and her moment that took that redeemed her from chad kroger but um mm -hmm. she's uh she's pretty much irrelevant and now she's gonna try and come back by being a christian artist and that is totally the uh the route that a lot of people seem to take because right, it's an easy at, uh... market Obviously, since they glom onto it, just because she said God in a song and said, I was in despair and I cried out to God. So now she's a Christian artist. But I really enjoyed the fact that she wasn't like bowing to the typical CCM I just, expectations. I just appreciate that. Not, I mean, I have obviously we swear a lot more than Avril Lavigne did in her freaking interview. But the fact that she Maybe. did in this interview. The fact she did in this interview kept people like Christian Post from glomming too right. much onto it. They can't just like <laughs> like grab the entire article and twist it to mean what they want it to mean because it's like, well, like, we we can't post that in there. Yeah, and they didn't say probably... the motherfucking princess wrote a motherfucking worship song in her motherfucking castle like Billboard exactly. would have re exactly. reported on so. it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I appreciate realness. I appreciate the spirituality or whatnot in – if that's what she was feeling at the time, and she put that in her song, great, fantastic. If CCM wants to jump on it, I mean, that's what they do. Fine, whatever. And I it's totally the get why they are, because it's mm -hmm. somebody from so, somebody of credibility that is uh, in their box at, for just a second, if you ignore all the words that she used in her entire interview. But, sure. um, <laughs> but the song, I listened to the song, and I thought the song was very okay. It's nothing that I would... You know, it, it, even for Avril Lavigne, it's not something that I would stop my day to go listen to if it wasn't for uh -huh. the story about it being a Christian thing. Um, it sounds like something that I would hear on CCM radio or K-Love or whatever. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to hear it on there, and I'd be really disappointed to hear it on there. It's an okay song, but it does. It, right. I only care about this based on, you know, the Christian conspiracy behind it 
The final sentence of the Christian Post says, As previously published by the Christian Post, Levine was born into a devout Christian household, and before her bad girl image brought her mainstream success, she sang in church choirs, local festivals, and county fairs. That's how they end the article. That's it? That's it. That's the end. So they just said she had a problem with Lyme disease and she came to know God. She wrote uh, a worship song and now she, like, this is her past and thank God she's uh, she, in our camp now. She said, they said a few, posted a few more of the lyrics. They repeated again that she was diagnosed with Lyme disease. Um, they quoted her, say, talking about health issues and said, oh, they did mention that she said, please keep me in your prayers. That was the other Christian uh-huh. thing that they could pull out of the article. <laughs> It's like Christians in the Bible. It's like, we're going to take this little bit here and this little bit here and this little bit. Avril Lavigne is a born-again Christian, and she's going to be on our team our, our team now. Right. I mean, I mean, like I said, it's very stretching, in my opinion, because um, however, how many other artists have done more religious things than that, but they don't quite fit in that mold, I guess. All right. But... But then again, there's people like um, Brian Welch that they glommed all over, yeah. which he brought. He also brought that to himself. Um, right. People like uh, and then he went the back least... to corn, and now he's playing for corn still, which is way, still yeah. way more successful than his own solo and, project. Of course. Then um, what's the name? The guy from lead for Papa Roach became a born again Christian. He um, did some like worship at churches and stuff. I don't know what he's doing now. But he's still in Papa Roach doing his thing, yeah. which is fine. I have no problem with sure. somebody claiming that they're now a Christian, continuing to do what they're doing yeah. as far as bands I have no concerned, problem with but... Brian Head Welch. I, I actually think it's probably better. Like, he's not – I don't know. It, it's strange because, like, he's on tour with um, a vocal – I mean, really, all that matters is the vocals. The vocalist is very not Christian. I have no problem with him associating with that. Um, it, it's a very strange thing, and I I appreciate that he is doing it just because that's that totally goes against the narrative of what uh, would uh, that uh, these people want <laughs> to get from it. But um, uh, I had a quote here. Let, let's read a couple quotes from the Billboard article of this new worship artist that uh, just came to everybody's mind, known as Avril Lavigne. Uh, that says, perched in the kitchen uh, in the kitchen bar under a sign that reads, quote, Wine, how classy people get wasted. Levine recalls an even earlier phase of her career, quote, No shit, I, I sang with Shania Twain when I was 14. She says from her seat uh, next to a tray of nips. I don't know what nips are. Cheese nips? Uh, or just, no. just, just a tray, just a random tray of nipples. Uh, <laughs> to let people know, I'm still not like you know CCM material. I've got this tray of nipples here. Uh, I know you guys hate the dirty, dirty nipple skin, as Joe Rogan would put it on his latest. <laughs> the dirty, dirty. Do, dark should skin. I ask where she got the nipples? <laughs> okay, another quote. Uh, I won a local radio contest by submitting a tape of me singing. Um, so yeah, that's just talking about her being. Excited about being a thing. Uh, I mean, like I said, this article is very, very extensive. I haven't read through the whole thing. I wish they had video of it. I don't trust anything written anymore. If I don't see video of her saying these things, I don't even necessarily believe that she said them. 
Um, let me see. Oh, it even makes uh, even makes reference to it says perfect blend of Elliot Smith meets Evanescence, and yeah, that, that's pretty much what the song is. Um, let me see. Yeah, this is so long. How do they expect any millennial to read this? Um, we have a three-second attention span. Come on, guys. Exactly. The real question, Peels Levine perking up, is who has the bigger dick? Let me let me go back a little bit. I need to get some context for that quote. Um, <laughs> she says, I, I feel that's going between Chad Kroger and the Sum 41 guy. Is that what she's talking about? I believe so. Um, this is not her. This is the article. It says, I feel compelled to point out that Levine is talented. Uh, or no, that Lang is talented. Uh, the guy that's working with her or something, I believe. He produced Twain, of course, and ACDC and Nickelback, the band fronted by Levine's own ex-husband. The real question feels Levine is who has the bigger dick. Uh, she describes how she ended up marrying Kroger. The story, at least, does does not involve his dick. In 2012, her then-manager, Britney Spears... Wow. Wow. Uh, no, just, it was just like wow. the manager of Britney Spears or something. Her then-manager, Britney Spears, whisperer... Whisperer? Okay. Larry Britney Rudolph. Okay, yep. Whew. Okay. <laughs> Asked her what she thought about working with him. Uh, quote, <clears throat> he's had a ton of hit songs. He plays guitar. This could be great, <laughs> says Levine. She was sold in <laughs> right? love instantly. <laughs> Recalling her initial reaction. That's what you said, yes. Uh, quote, a month later, I had a 14-carat ring on my finger. In other words, Levine... Holy shit. <laughs> in other words, Levine did not marry Kroger and then start uh, sticking up for him. She collaborated with him on... The strength of his, oh, I don't know what that word is. His oeuvre, and then married him. I mean, let's let's try harder to sound smart. That's great. And then yeah. the next the next sentence starts with an and, a capitalized and. After we just used oeuvre, yeah, and she defends him still. Quote, Chad's band has sold, like, over 50 million albums. They're selling out arenas worldwide, she says. Yeah, but Plus, everybody hates Nickelback. Right. Plus, she brought a $3,000 bottle of Screaming Eagle wine to their first session. How could Levine not think, as she recalls, quote, like, I'm in love. She's making I'm, herself, to the, to the Christians out there, who glom on her? She sounds very, very materialistic in right. these couple sentences about Chad Kruger. Yeah. So we've got a girl who's gone through a whole bunch of shit. Like she was on top of the world. She was basically a child star forever. She died for music. She married twice. Died. She married twice. Divorced twice. Got Lyme disease. Basically was on her deathbed and said, "God help me." And then she's like, I'm back now and I'm putting out, I'm going to, I'm able, I'm physically able to record this song that conveys what I felt at the time, conveys this darkness, this near death experience that I felt. And I cried out to God and I was like, help me God. And fuck, that was crazy, man. That was crazy. Right. And Christians are like, she's a Christian worship artist now. Yay. What? 
<laughs> oh, I have a feeling she'll probably be the next Amy Lee and come out and be like, fuck that shit, I'm not a Christian artist. Is yeah. basically verbatim what Amy Lee said at the she time that did. Evanescence released Bring Me to Life. It was like two weeks later uh, after. It wasn't two weeks. It was a little bit later. It was like when it started to fall apart in the following was, days. But or, It was, well, it was around... It was probably when she realized that her music was being sold in the Christian bookstore. Yes, because that's I know actually they pulled it off exactly when really it happened. Quick. She was like, they asked her, uh, they're like, how do you feel about your stuff being uh, released in Christian bookstores and on Christian shelves? And she was like, fuck the Christian artist or Christian scene or whatever. And that's when she suddenly disappeared from instantly. at least one third of her revenue stream. Yeah, and yeah. remember the last big Evanescence single that's come out? She it has a new good. album. She has a new album. It, I was going to say it wasn't good. I Which you can't you. really pl- play the gothy, like, late teen girl anymore when you're, like, what, 35 or... You could do it I mean? in the Christian scene and really sell the shit out of it. Because oh, sure, you've got the sure. gothy Christians who are, like, just rebelling against their parents who would eat that shit up. But if you say, fuck the Christians, and fu- or not that necessarily, but... Fuck that scene is what she said, I believe. Um, you know, you're you're gonna have some problems because suddenly, uh, my parents don't let me listen to Evanescence anymore. At that time, sure, right. Um, my thought there is, either way, you're making money. Who cares where it's selling? If the Christians want to glom on it, you're making money doing right. it. I mean, like you said, that's a chunk of revenue that you just yeah. lost because it got pulled off the shelf instantly. Sure. It's like, I mean, be real why? like Avril Lavigne is, and they're clearly just going to overlook all the profanity in this entire right. article and all the unchristian, quote-unquote, things that she said. Which, um, but 15, 20 years ago, they might not have overlooked the profanity like they do in 2018. In sure. circa 2000, it was a whole different ballgame if a Christian artist said – fuck once they yeah they would have been probably pulled off the shelves well, immediately the real difference is that evanescence a lot of their big first hit was because of the christian stream because they picked that up tvu picked mm-hmm. that up that's where i heard right. about them and they were on christian radio and they were something they-, they were something dark and gothy and brooding and it was beautiful and christians loved that shit um right. the, with avril lavigne it's like she was totally the other side she was a pop sensation and now she's like maybe god and they're like yes and that's that when we did a our christian art sucks and god hates kirk cameron episode that was one of my biggest things and my biggest issues is that if you have a christian a person who presents himself as a christian artist and they're like this is worship i'm worshiping god um i'm just being as real as i can and the first few hits are like christian very christian easy and then they're like shit in an interview or they're even like i listen to deftones or i i wear eyeliner or i do this on the side like they're so quick to say screw you you're not a part of us get out of here but if somebody who's has nothing to do with christianity like if eminem writes a song uh after all of his misogynistic uh heathenistic like murder songs if he writes a song that says god help me in this they're like oh man we might be getting Eminem on our side. Let, let's get that. Can let's you go with imagine? That. Can you imagine if we got Sainthood. a player like a player like Eminem on our right. side? Sainthood. Um, 
Makes me think of uh, the drummer from uh, Under Oath. Um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his uh, name? Aaron Gillespie. There you go. Yeah, oh, he was I like. I was gonna say the in, the guy that took his place in the one album because that's where my no, mind went. No, not that's that how guy. much I care about Aaron, Aaron Gillespie. Gillespie. Aaron Gillespie. Well, he went solo. He went like kind of a punk pop scene for a while, and then all of a sudden went like super mainstream Christian. Yep. And he even said that they were uh, grooming him to be the next um, Jeremy, Jeremy Camp. Camp. And he was all about it, too. But then he dropped an F-bomb in one interview, and they dropped him from this big, giant uh, Christian tour he was on. Like, instantly just dropped him. He went from being superstar Christian, like the next big upcoming Saint CCM guy. The next Carmen. (laughs) Exactly, the next (laughs) Carmen. Just like Carmen. Yep. Um, He drops one word, and... Instantly, they're like, nope, we're done with you. And this was, what, four or five years ago. This wasn't 20 years ago, 15 years ago, like Evanescence. This was supposedly fairly progressive, the progressive era of Christianity, where we started feeling like it was okay to drop the F word once in a while when we felt like it. But CCM did not see it that way. So even today, I'm kind of surprised after that article that they took this out of that article and they weren't like, nope, we probably shouldn't be promoting right. this article. I mean, they could they could say all they want about it without promoting the article. I don't even know. I wonder if they even quoted the article in that because that would I be... would imagine they did not link back to it and cite their sources. There is a link that says um, reported where you can click on the link. So you might be able to redirect to it. It says released a statement with a link. It doesn't say the exact. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is important. Uh, Somebody new who I've never heard from named Musu just commented saying, alert, too much bullshit, leave channel. I don't know what that means, but welcome to YouTube. Welcome to live broadcasting. And I feel like that is, uh, that's breaking news right there. That is, uh, that's emergency level reporting. Hold on. He's continuing. Okay. Alert. Too much bullshit. Live channel. Again. Alert. Too much bullshit. Live channel. He He's just going to keep going. Oh. I I don't know what's happening right now. I This is on the YouTube comments? Yep. There's four. I'm not even seeing it on my side. Four in a row. Cool. All right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what we said. That was so off-putting to Musu, M-U space S-U. I mean, maybe it's a a joke, or are they trying to pull our three <laughs> very few listeners? Three, it's out three. Of here? He's one of the three. He says, oh, "Can Musu I call?" Wants to call. He says, "Can I call Musu? Please call. I'll kick Craig out of here. Let me know what you're so outraged about." Um, <laughs> I've I can only imagine how uh, fruitful this conversation will be. Please call in Musu three zero nine seven one six three eight one eight. Um, Craig. Continue talking until Musu right. calls in. Well, I mean, he kind of, that kind of threw me off track. But like I was saying, yep. they do have they do have links. I'm pretty sure, but they don't list the actual article name. They just have where it says report or in a statement, so they don't have to take credit for the original article right. where all this other stuff was said. Yeah. Yeah, it, the whole thing is re-freaking-diculous. Um, 
they're they're going to report on what they want her to have said. All right, I'm going to respond to Musu on the comments here, and I can't do two things at once, so continue talking. All right. Um, oh, he's from Canada. Cool. All um, right. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've we've stated it all. They chopped it up to be whatever they wanted it to be. Um, they chopped in and filled in the pieces and filled in the blanks with what they wanted it to say. So... Yeah, um, good on them, I guess, for winning over Canadian singer <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Yep. Canada, full circle. We've got uh, migrants. I mean, surely they're trying to get up to Canada. Because for the weed. For the weed. And we've got uh, Canada weed. Now we've got Canadian pop star Avril Lavigne saying, uh, you know, I'm a Christian now. Fuck. Um, but, uh, Musu, please call in. We're going to wrap up here in just a minute if you don't call right now. But, uh, he said 309 first. Yes, call in 309-716-3818. I'm responding in the comments, and I would love to hear what you have to say before we wrap this up. So please, please do us a favor and His call name's in. Drake. Drake? Yep, so. As in the Drake? Uh, is this Drake? Drake is Canadian. Is wow, cool. Um, no, is his name really Drake? Did he say that? Yeah, he says, I'm Drake. Um, oh, <laughs> Drake, I think, holy shit, call in. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Call in, please. Call now, right now. Mushu, do you love me? Are we writing? Uh, no, can you I donate first? You can first? donate first, but you, you can, don't need to. But, but just call do. in, because we're about to wrap up. This is the technical end of the main broadcast. You don't have to donate yet. Please call in, let us know what you have to say. And make our night with some fun conversations. 309-716-3818. Please call. We will just sit here. Let's not even start the after party until he calls in. <laughs> Let's do this. I mean, I hope he's not upset that we bashed on Canadians. That's just kind of um, our American <laughs> Let's backpedal right now. Do. That's our American uh, culture. Let's backpedal. <laughs> I mean, that's how we were. I, I blame my culture and the way I was raised and my Christian upbringing. For the Canada bashing that we yes, yes of course. we bash ourselves, we bash everyone. So. Nothing is sacred. Craig's dressed as Jesus. Come on, and he was dressed as Colin Kaepernick last week. Uh, he says, True. "Hell yeah!" Can I donate? F uh, he said, "Can I donate first? And he said, "Hell yeah!" Musu, call in, Come please. On. Come on, I will not. Here. I will not give out your personal information or anything. You can be Musu. I don't care. I just want to hear what you have to say. I'm sure. But do know, just be advised, we do not have censors cutting out your personal information. If you wish to give that yourself, <laughs> that is on you. That is your responsibility. Yes, that did happen. Um, was that last? No, that was two weeks ago. That was, yeah, a couple weeks ago yeah. when you accidentally went to somebody's voicemail and it blurted out their phone number. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Uh, we can only wait for so long. You can donate and join us in the after party if you want. While we wrap up here, if you call in, we've got a 20-second delay. I know that for a fact. So uh, if you call in after that, we Leave won't a message. be here. Leave a message and we'll air it next week, and you're welcome to um, call in at that point. But I would love for you to call in right now. I'll, I'll go ahead and start giving the final closers. Craig, did you have any final thoughts on anything that we talked about tonight? 
Um, had so many, couple, several more stories. I wish we had more time. We need to extend this out like four or five, six hours just, just, <laughs> just to get all the us, stories in. Just for our just, sake. We're the only yeah, ones enjoying this, except for maybe Musu. He says he's, he he says says he's, he's calling. calling now. Yes. Um, I'm not seeing it on the Skypes. I don't know if there's like a specific way to call from Canada to US that you have to dial before the the area code i don't know how that works yeah like if there's an international number you got to type first uh you can try one first that might get you through one three oh nine yeah um i've got nothing man nothing showing up in the chats i'm not i'm not we're not avoiding you we promise (laughs) why is that gay at the right dressing like that hmm cool Perfect. Please call in and let us know. I I I dare you. Call I've in. I've never been referred to as gay <laughs> while dressed as Jesus before. I like how in 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 these ensembles that uh, we have, and in all the ensembles and all the things that we've said, you're the one who's called the gay first. <laughs> I've been called. Well, I was called Alf when yeah. I was dressed like a clown. I was called um, a uh, juggalo. I was called the fifth member of KISS. Um, now I've been called gay. Um, I don't know if I got anything last week with my Colin Kaepernick attire. but yeah. Musu, whatever your real name is. I assume that's not the case. But uh, Drake. you can either call in at that number, which I've gotten no calls from you, um, on Skype. Or you can Skype us. Just, uh, just add Dan Smots, D-A-N-S-M-O-T-Z, uh, Slash the system is down. If you look up the system is down, you will find us. Who said Jesus was dressed like that? <laughs> Not us. But the fact I that you assume that American he's Jesus picture. means that uh, there's a reason. <laughs> mm. He didn't probably assume. He probably heard me say, I'm Jesus and I'm gay. That's probably what he heard. <laughs> but nobody <laughs> nobody said Jesus was dressed like this. Next so this week. Is what Next our week, American Craig. culture believes that Jesus looked like Craig, your costume next week has already been decided for you. Dress up like if you thought this one was going to push the bounds of what's acceptable and what's not. Next week, gay Jesus, make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh wait, wait, hang on. I might have a solution. I think vaping pretty well secures that. <laughs> Does this help? Um, it's not My quite rainbow. It's not quite rainbow no, enough. This is the closest thing I got. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, last call. He's still commenting. I will swat your ass. I heard you got... I heard you got fucked in your anal butthole. I feel like we might have a troll on our hands, and I I love it more than anything. I don't even know what's going on I don't either. He he had something very important to say, and he said he was calling, but I've gotten no calls. I've given you two ways to call. I'm going to hold out just because I feel like this is going to be gold if you actually call in. Uh, if you don't, you're clearly just, a, 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 you know, a troll piece of human garbage, but whatever. Uh, call oh, no. in. We, this is one of our very few listeners. You can't call him that. Hey, I'm a Satanist. It goes with the territory. I appreciate you standing up everyone. for the human garbage and the trolls. But oh, I feel like ballsy. his... Uh, you're getting his... ballsy as you continue to drink. Yeah, it's fine. Um, he said, can I donate first? Are you asking if you have to donate first? He says he's calling. He's not calling. I'm not getting a call. Add me. 
Dan Smust, the system is down on Skype. You can, uh, I'll give you a video. You don't have to be video, but we are, we are extending this out for you. Just, I want to know what you have to say. And if I call you a troll and a human garbage, it's just because we get a lot of those around here. We get a lot of people who uh, aren't willing to actually call, but have a lot of really hard opinions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you sure you're calling three zero nine seven one six three eight one eight? I am really tempted to give you my cell number right now, just so you can call in and be a part of this, because I really yeah. want to know what you have to say. But I would, I idea. would not dare do that. <laughs> if you would like to chime in outside of this conversation, you can go join the Systems Down forum at tsidpod.com forward slash forum. You can comment and start whatever argument you want there. Um, If you're not civil, you will be removed, just like you will be in this call if it happens. Um, I don't know if there's any issue with... International calling. International calling. I wouldn't think so. He's saying, pick up. Why don't you pick up the phone? I'm trying. I'm really trying. It's not ringing. It's not ringing. Okay. This is after the fact because we had a technical glitch that made us lose our connection to that conversation. But we were already over time, so we just went straight into the after party instead of coming back in to wrap things up. So I'm going to wrap them up here and say I have no idea what was going on there, who that person was who seemed very angry at the end and was commenting in with a bunch of nonsense and saying that they were trying to call. But they were not trying to call. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But it was a good time anyway. And I hope that you will all tune in next Monday night. Same time, unless we decide to bump it up earlier. Um, We're debating on bumping it up to maybe 7 o'clock Central. Because then maybe more of you will be awake to take part in, uh, in the conversation. So let us know if that's something that you would like us to do. If you would like us to move it up a little bit in time. So it's a little bit more uh, user-friendly. Let us know. You can email me at dan at tsidpod.com and let me know that you want an earlier anti-news because we want you guys to be able to, you know, join the party. Join the fun with us uh, as often as you possibly can. So let me know. dan at tsidpod.com So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll be back here next week one way or another. Until then, ladies and gentlemen... And everybody else, question everything and stay uncomfortable. Bye-bye.